Welcome to the Propane Business Podcast. I'm Johnny. And I'm Yusuf. We set up and built propanefitness.com into the profitable semi-automated system that it is today, which allowed us to quit our corporate jobs and coach online full-time. More importantly, we were able to do this without a huge online audience or being glued to social media every day. We're now ready to share everything from the failures we've made to the systems that now consistently generate hundreds of thousands in revenue. We help personal trainers, coaches, and gym owners do the same by avoiding the mistakes we've made and the best practices going forward. Subscribe to this podcast to learn what we're doing and what we've done to build and scale propanefitness.com. We'll be teaching you how to generate a steady flow of online clients, win at Facebook ads, automate your coaching systems, and to achieve financial independence. This marks a very special occasion. First, Monday. Monday. The first podcast that we've done in the same room in, I think, years since the UK declared a state of emergency. Well, even before that, like, it was probably, it's not like we did one the week pre-lockdown. Like, it's, it probably is approaching two years. That is true. Such a shame. Well, Oops. Very squeaky. Very squeaky. What's the problem with in-person recording? <laughs> so He's coming back, can you get in? He's coming back. Oh, I hope he can get in. Has he left the door open? Yes. Yes, he has. Fantastic. Fantastic. There is a man here to fix my heating. I think it's actually fairly... like it's. It, I wouldn't say it's cold in here, which I was expecting. Yeah. We're, you know, it's nothing worse than discovering it in December that your heating's broken and it's a... Uh, bank holiday monday and it's friday evening are you joking no well because this, this that, is what happened to me almost exactly oh like. did it, yeah. it happened to me too I, oh it, right it was just hard. Yeah, so it wasn't in december it was like start of this year oh. it was a bank holiday is <laughs> that mean, when is that when this one happened? so i really resent bank holidays <laughs> so do i because <laughs> everyone just uses it as an excuse like because i'm always always still working on a bank holiday but like world... things are shut without you planning for it and i don't really pay attention to them so they always catch me off guard i'm like oh do you remember to bank like oh god yeah exactly speaking of which we're going to do the pros and cons of instagram i have just got an outreach message and this was on facebook but could very easily have got it on instagram and i thought it would be a good thing to share with you guys to begin with so it said Hey Yusuf, I messaged you from the Advanced Trader Group. I hope it's okay that I'm reaching out. I've got a proposal to bring to the table that might be beneficial to you. Do you know if you will be interested in knowing? So I said, sure. He said, are you familiar with crypto, NFTs and Forex trading? I said, yes, what's your offer? He said, I'm running a learning and earning program for new or old crypto investors, which has been going very successfully. I said, nice, sounds good. He said, yeah. How long have you been in the crypto space? I said, I'm not sure I'd say I'm in the crypto space, but I've had a couple of positions for a year. He said, okay, so do you do more trading or holding? I said, holding. You can see where this is going. (laughs) Okay, which crypto are you holding currently? I said, Omar, I really don't mean to be rude, but can we cut to the chase? Oh, sorry, it seems my questions are getting too much. I said, I don't mind. I haven't just haven't got much time today, so I would love to know what you're offering and if it's relevant to me. What I'm offering is a trading opportunity and just just going around in circles. Okay, cool. How do I get started? So if if you're listening to that and you're thinking that I'm being sarcastic, I honestly was not. I I was thinking this is maybe something that's relevant to me. I would like the information. I would just like the information to make a decision. So 
we have a video on how to do cold outreach properly. And that is where Instagram can come into its own. Yeah. It's, it's a tool that if you message someone and they will instantly click on your profile and see whether you're a spammer or not. And if they can see you're a real person, you've instantly gained credibility and you've opened a conversation. Just don't do it like this guy did. Yeah. So, well, I mean, yeah, that's, I suppose he's on Facebook cause you're going from a Facebook group in that case, I assume. Yeah. So one of the pros are it's interactive and you can see people interacting with you and open up a conversation with them or see how other people are interacting with other accounts and message them. Like aside from having someone's phone number, there's not very many ways to just message someone without permission aside from on like a very few select social media platforms. I think it goes even better than that in that if you post out a story, you can invite, so you can get both inbound and outbound access to leads very easily. You know, you even stupid things like vote on what I should have for breakfast today, banana or granola, like, you know, obviously granola. Yeah, of of course, but but the deep fried grains, but you, you can just get some form of, of engagement and, and the algorithm will reward you for posting out that stuff. It's not every bit of interaction has to be meaningful in some way. If someone has voted on your story, Instagram's going to show them more of your stuff later on, and then you can start inviting conversations, and it won't feel like a cold outreach by that point because yeah, yeah, that's the. I think the ideal is that you have this growing audience that you can interact with in kind of lots of different ways. There's the feed, there's the story, there's reels, which I think technically are separate. They have their own feed now, don't they? Yeah, and then there's DMs. So like the people that follow you you can build this sort of multi-dimensional relationship with them. And the fact that you appear as a person and you can show aspects of your life rather than just being a web page or a logo, it adds to the credibility of like, this person's real, or this is sort of behind the scenes of what they're doing. It's, it's funny because that's probably the one thing that people misuse Instagram for, is they try and make themselves look too perfect and they lose out on the 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 key benefit of Instagram, which is being real, like that you can you can showcase and document what you're working on, show your life, you can show your highlights and your bloopers. And if everything's overly airbrushed and overly polished, like just think to the the accounts that you might follow that seem too perfect. They they seem more like a corporate brand than a an actual person that you could reach out to. So I think people I think service based businesses copy physical product business like e-com businesses too much so they'll see like huel's instagram account it's not like the founder of, or founders of huel kind of joking around in the, at least i assume not i imagine there's yeah, lots of like know. tile-based logos that are spread out in all the posts and people with like a product placement with a shaker drinking huel after doing a peloton workout yeah and that kind of thing ve- very like polished shop oh there we go yeah so lots of yeah it's it's not as brand overly branded as I thought, actually, but ah. it's it's that way. It's like there's there's a lot of it's the product, isn't it? That's what they're selling, rather than basically the, the people or the, the person, the coach. So, as you were saying, like one of the benefits of Instagram is you can show people like mistakes you make, you just what you find funny, and your personality. And I would say that's really that's all of the advantages of it. It is kind of a multimedia way of, of interacting with, with people. 
and you have the choice as well you know if you take good photos if you've got a good physique like it's absolutely perfect for for doing that if you are good on video and you can do short cut videos you know you, you use the subtitle function i've noticed ali abdal doing that recently taking 30 second clips from his videos oh yeah or from interviews and just you know to repurposing it into a reel that stuff works really well and the it it just leads it just adds to more credibility people see you and recognize that okay this person knows what they're talking about Now, this is probably going to sound a little bit dramatic, but I genuinely believe that Johnny and Yusuf have been an absolute game changer for my business. Before I started with them, I was using mainly social media to promote my online coaching services. So I was always juggling around 20 to 30 clients, but it was never really that consistent. So when I purchased their propane business course, they taught me how to structure and automate my business in a way that not only allowed me to scale it, but allowed me to get some of my free time back as well. And for me, that was always one of my goals. I wanted to automate the business in a way that still allowed my clients to get an amazing service and amazing results, but allowed me to get some of my time back as well. So I'd really, really recommend them. So with all of those advantages in place, then why aren't we all in on Instagram? Why isn't it something that we think everyone should be spending their their life doing? Basically that the incentives of the people involved in Instagram are misaligned. So Instagram's owned by Facebook. Facebook's revenue is ad revenue. So if Facebook and Instagram didn't allow ads on their platform, for the most part, they wouldn't make any money. So if you're a company trying to promote yourself on Instagram and they allow you to do that to infinite scale for free, then there's no incentive to run an ad. So you've got that problem. So there's the from the like the owners of the owners of Facebook and Instagram don't want you to have reach and lots of followers for, without paying. The people who are on Instagram as the users of Instagram, like the consumers of the feed, they want like funny reels, attractive people, current events. They don't really want the five ways to get more protein in your life. <laughs> so so that's the other so they, so these things that people are producing to try and get more followers and make more sales are at odds with what the people want and what the owners of the platform want. Yeah, you you go on Instagram because you want to make sales. Facebook and Instagram don't don't want to optimize for that. They want to optimize for people's screen time and the users just want to optimize for their dopamine. <laughs> and so which and none of that matches up with you posting the content you're posting. Yeah. <laughs> basically. And actually the the five ways to get more protein or like three simple fat loss tips breakfast substitutions or like three reasons diet coke isn't as bad for you as you might think like (laughs) these are all things that like every single online pt and coach is posting and it's it starts to i'm I'm sure it i'm sure it isn't but it starts to look like there is a central agency that just farms out this this content and when we're helping people on the calls we do each week has been like four or five times over the past month. I've looked into somewhat to see if we could use their Instagram audience as a retargeting audience on ads. And you look at the tests of like who are actually following these people, and in almost every case, it's just loads of PTs. Other PTs, that, yeah, yeah. So PTs, they're the only people that are interested in hashtag protein. Hashtag, <laughs> yeah, of like, course, you yeah. would. Why would you follow hashtag protein if you were a person who's new to training and doesn't? So interested in go and go and speak to one of your like offline PT clients and say, can I just look at your Instagram for two minutes? 
and look at who they're following and look what's on their feed. I guarantee you it's not, because everyone thinks that everyone's feed's the same. So everyone thinks, oh, they're scrolling through, they're seeing all my competitors and, oh, I need to be different. Like, trust me, they don't care. Like, they're following famous people, like reality TV stars, brands they like, and funny stuff. Pretty much. It. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like James Smith or, some, or something like that, or Joe Wicks. Yeah. But it'll be the minority of their feed because that's not why they're on Instagram. So it, it, basically, the problem with it is so system level that it, it more or less removes all of the all of the all of the benefits to be honest yeah it's the, the, the that's a very echoey chamber that you can end up in it's very hard to like as, as i think you're about to say like feed content versus search content like if you make a good podcast or a good youtube video and it does really well it can continue doing really well forever yeah th- there is there's much less incentive for the creator to make something that is extremely high quality and evergreen because it becomes irrelevant after what, what do you think the shelf life of a, an Instagram post is? 24 hours for a story. Well, for a story, like, it, yeah, it literally dies after 24 hours. For a post, we maybe start to get, we'll maybe get one or two likes on a post 48 hours after we've posted it. And then... Yeah, and then it's dead. And then that's it. Like, so... So it requires constant human input to get any kind of output from it. And if you actually stop putting the same input in it dies it's not like it, it has any residual value that like oh, i'm really glad i did loads of instagram stuff last month because all you have to do is more instagram stuff this month which is great for the platform because they have this farm of of people who are working tirelessly to to make a new endless source of stuff for the users to scroll through in the kind of infinity pool but the creators are even that not only are they spending loads of time like curating this content and trying to get get the likes and the the non the, the people who aren't profit driven as well are trying to get likes just for approval or for their, their yeah. kind of personal yeah. needs. But things like optimizing the way that your feed looks. I don't know if you've seen people do the like mosaic thing where you look at the the profile and each picture is part of a, a wider. So that's one. what I meant with Huel. Like when oh well, yeah, it's a big brand, but yeah, I like totally imagine Huel doing that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, who who's that for? Like it's it's. It's a cute thing to do, but you've also taxed the engagement on those posts because no one's going to click on like a picture of your knee <laughs> because it's part of a bigger mosaic of your full body. And then if you, as soon as you post again, it knocks all of them out of sync and it no longer looks like a, it's like yeah. a puzzle. So how, how do we use it or how do we recommend using it? We use it as a method of retargeting, basically. So you have to, to grow any business on the internet or any business it's not like an offline business that just has repeat customers. You just need more new people because clients leave eventually. So you'll need more clients trying to do that organically on Instagram is very difficult. So we use ads because they show in front of new people 24 seven without any human input. So it happens all the time right now, as we're speaking, people are being introduced to us for the first time with a very specific message and way of attracting them. But most people who click on that and opt in through that don't purchase on the first interaction because who the hell are we, right? So saying to them in the third or fourth or fifth email, hey, look, I, I know you haven't bought yet. By the way, follow us on Instagram. And then the stuff we post on Instagram doesn't have to be optimized for trending topics or the hashtags. It's just whatever we find funny, basically. It's mostly pissing about. I yeah. Think. <laughs> I think probably the last 30 posts that we've put up on Instagram, yeah. borderline ridiculous. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because 
people are on there to have fun. They're not really there to learn about the fractional synthetic rate of protein synthesis. I mean, that, maybe that's a bit like... Maybe they are. But they've come to the wrong place, if they, so. They certainly have, yeah. <laughs> so, well, because in, in like, if you look at the marketplace in business coaches and fitness coaches, everybody else is just taking themselves really seriously. So all we're saying is we don't take ourselves that seriously. If you'd like to work with us, there's a link in the bio if you haven't already got one. It's just a way of... So you can retarget via email and send people marketing messages that way via things like this podcast, via YouTube videos, via more ads or something like Instagram or Twitter or LinkedIn or like whatever the platform is that suits you. But it takes the pressure off the content having to be a certain way because you don't need to find new people. You just need to show existing people more about what you like. That's it. If you can buck the trend and not have to take yourself too seriously and know that it's just part of your wider nurture sequence then you can really relax about Instagram. You can you can post some stuff, you can interact with you with your user base, but it doesn't have to be this super curated, serious thing. The final con before we wrap things up is simply that from a personal level, using the Instagram platform, even if you are through and through a creator or no, I don't like the platform is designed to be addictive by thousands of developers and no matter what you do, it it will draw you in. You will always spend more time on Instagram than you planned to. Yeah. <laughs> and especially if your feed is other PTs and stuff, it, it can feel on some level like, oh yeah, I'm kind of being productive here because I'm it's oh it's market research or oh it's competitor analysis or oh it's engagement, it's engagement. But it's drawing time away from stuff that you wouldn't have woken up that morning and said, Ah, oh, I would like to spend two hours on Instagram today. That would be no more. That would be a good use of my time. If you don't believe us on that, go and watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix. And it kind of gives you a bit of background on just how much thought goes into feed and content optimization to keep you on the platform. Horrifying. Bye. Bye-bye. Want to learn more about the systems we use to run, build, and scale propanefitness.com? Head over to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast and you can get your hands on our free training that covers the seven steps that we take with every client that we help build their own online business and also the seven steps that we use to successfully build Propane Fitness. We walk through the sales systems, the delivery systems, follow-up, remarketing, how to basically build your program so that it delivers coaching to your clients without you being there 24-7. We really do cover the full thing, right? And if you want to continue even further and potentially work with us, there's a chance to book in a call to have an informal chat with Yusuf or I to just basically see if any of our programs would be a fit to help you get from where you are to where you want to get to. So go to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast today and get access to that. If you'd like to learn just more about Yusuf and I, more about us, what we do, follow us on the various channels, the best place to go is our YouTube channel. We have a load of stuff from fitness content, productivity content, why Yusuf slept on the floor for several months, why he's been having cold showers. There's always stuff on there that's entertaining and hopefully informative. So just go to YouTube, search for Propane Fitness, and you can find out a bit more about us there as well. Speak to you on the next episode.